0: Hello and welcome to today's episode of The Cat Season 3, The Cat vs. The Monster. I'm Springer. And I'm Jen. Our music comes from Audionautics.com. We hope you enjoy this latest episode. After an amazing victory tour in which they had visited every city on the western seaboard until they finally went through the Panama Canal, Rascal and Jimmy were going up the Brazos River in the HMS Caledonia, tugged by Weko's signature paddle boat, the Brazos Queen. "'I'm so happy that we're finally getting to go home,' said Rascal.
1: "'Whoa, what's that in the water?' said Jimmy pointing off the side of the boat, and a uh, large fin.
0: Oh uh, Said Raspaloo must be either
1: a shark or an alligator. Garbage where is Vegas Blaster? Well, I wish Vegas Blaster would come and clean it up. Oh uh. But it didn't matter. At that point the Brazos Queen docked at the side of the Brazos River, and everybody proceeded up to the convention center parking lot where there was a huge celebration party welcoming Rascal home to his town.
0: Yay, said Rascal as he ran off of the boarding ramp of the Caledonia just as it was docked, Jimmy close behind him, his epaulette hat flapping in the wind. Through the party they went, pushing away people in a mad rush to get home. Outside of the convention, two limousines were parked. I go with you, Rascal, in that limousine, said Jimmy. Now, said a driver nearby, you get your own limousine. You can't go with him.
1: They jumped into their respective limousines, waved out the windows to one another, and each one of them proceeded to go home. Rascal was so excited to see Granny Annie's house as they drove up Chateau Avenue. He pressed his nose to the window, anticipating it and then they were there and he tumbled out onto the sidewalk and scurried up to the red front screen door. He almost knocked and then he remembered that it was his house and he opened it up with a squeak and a crack and a clang and he was inside and turning into the living room when he saw her sitting on the couch. Her ears weren't smoking but she was unmistakably Boo Cat.
0: said Rascal. He cowered against a wall in terror as Boo-Cat's small, squinting green eyes stared out at him with hatred.
1: Hey there, Rascal, said Scampers. Come on in. I'm glad you're home. I've just been talking with this awesome cat named Boo-Cat that I met at the convention, the Invention Convention, and we've been talking about the most amazing robot that we're working on together
0: robot dead rascal aren't robots
1: scary oh you're gonna love this one it's all about your favorite thing food yeah this one's called the monster and it can fix almost anything automatically
0: monster said rascal monster where's the monster where's the monster i don't like monsters where is
1: Whoa, you need to calm down, said Scampers. Maybe you should go take a nap, and we can talk about it afterwards. I have a few more things I want to clear up with Boo Cat."
0: Right then, two little kittens scurried into the room and stared up at Rascal. One was gray and one was yellowish, but Bouquet quickly grabbed on both of them by the scruffs of their neck and hauled them away. No, you don't, little kittens, Boo Cat. He's a pirate. Don't mess with him. Oh, But he looks so fun. He looks really cool for jumping up and down on. I want to jump up and down on his belly Like a trampoline. Yeah But Rascal was sent away up to bed and there he sat until he sadly went to sleep still hungry
1: the next morning Rascal woke kind of like a first day of school morning, to the busyness of the house below him and the sweet smell of, well, if it wasn't quite bacon grease, it was something greasy.
0: He opened his eyes and looked above him, and there it was, a terrible, towering, metal figure with a glowing red slit in the middle of its tall, elongated head, which had windshield wipers on it, which were quickly wiping grease off of the slit, and it was covered with grease in the joints of its forearms. It reached up towards Rascal. Um, said Rascal, "Uh, what are you? Hello, good morning. Rasco, it said. I am the Monster. Uh, you're a monster. You're a monster. Help, I don't like monsters. Is that what a monster looks like? I've never seen a monster before. I guess Book is kind of a monster and kind of a sheep or two, but like you're a real monster. Not that kind of monster. I am the Mon stir or multi optioned neutron stirring apparatus machine designed particularly for you from Bucat and Scamper's.
1: I don't know what any of that means, but I don't think I want that. I just want bacon. Can I just have some bacon?
0: No, you may not have bacon. I made you a special breakfast. You may not have it in bed. You must come downstairs to the table. It reached into its stomach cavity and pulled out a halved grapefruit, which had a spoon sticking into it. But then again, you cannot have it here. You must come downstairs. Must come downstairs. No! said Rascal. I'll never go with you. I'll never do anything. Does not compute, said the monster. And reaching down one of its forearms, it grabbed onto the scruff of Rascal's neck and began to haul him downstairs.
1: Kabump, kabump, kabump his head hit on every stair. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Leave me alone, said Rascal. But when he got to the bottom, there was Scampers with a huge smile on her face. Oh, Rascal, you've met the monster. I'm so glad. Come on, let's have breakfast together. I know you're gonna like it. I don't want to have breakfast with the machine. It's freaky and "'Where's Granny? Is it trying to replace Granny? What have you done with Granny?' "'Oh, don't worry,' said Scampers. "'I think Granny went on vacation for a couple weeks. "'You know, she always takes those trips to China every spring. "'Anyway, she'll be back sometime, and in the meantime, "'it's just the two of us and the monster.'"
0: After his terrible, terrible breakfast of the nasty grapefruit produced by the monster, Rascal ran directly to the telephone. It was an old wind dial telephone with a 25 foot long springy coil for a wire. He dialed Jimmy's number and then began to walk as far as he could away from the monster, which was eyeing him as it scrubbed dishes.
1: He made it all the way outside to the shade of the pecan tree, where he plopped down, leaning against its rough trunk. Come on, Jimmy. Answer the phone. Answer the phone. Answer the phone. Hello? Came the answer at the other end. Hi, this is Jimmy. Hi! Said Rascal, it's Rascal here. I have a really
0: scary situation at my house on Chateau Avenue because like the monster's coming after me. It's really a monster. It's like big and metal. Whoa! You saw a monster? Uh, Let me come. I'll be right over. I'll be over in five minutes. No, Jimmy, don't come. I I thought I was going to come to your house to get away from it. Nope, nope. I'm getting on my mono right now. The line went dead. Jimmy? Jimmy? Said Rascal. Rascal, Rascal, said so Jimmy, still on the other end of the phone, standing on his mono. Where are you? But it seemed that Rascal had hung up. So Jimmy got onto his mono and began to go off down the street. Meanwhile, the monster loomed out of the door of Granny Annie's house, holding the cut telephone wire. Hello, subject, said the monster. I have another grapefruit for you? I don't want a grapefruit. Can't I have something
1: delicious? I don't eat just grapefruit.
0: The monster handed Rascal the grapefruit, but as it did, the door swung open and Scamper stepped out. Monster! She said, come back. Don't feed Rascal just grapefruits. I didn't finish programming you. Rascal, just finish that grapefruit and then you can have something yummy tonight. The monster walked in dejectedly after Scampers, leaving Rascal with his grapefruit. Under the tree, Rascal munched on the grapefruit, sour juices sadly dripping down his chin. He felt particularly unhappy. He didn't know why Scampers ever partnered with Boo Cat to build this horrible robot.
1: But through the window, he could see that Scampers was showing flashcards to the robot. Squinting, he could make out a picture of an apple, and then a picture of some celery, and then a picture of what seemed to be a purple ball. But he remembered somewhere that it must be a cabbage.
0: Rascal decided to go and look to see what Scampers was doing with those. So he walked up to the door. Scampers held up a flashcard like an onion in front of the monster. It looked at it, but it became distracted upon seeing Rascal walking through the door. Onion!
1: Onion! Register! Onion in peripheral vision! It said, and it began to move towards Rascal, one arm flailing while the other reached to open up its stomach. Out it pulled a knife and a spatula and various other implements which it clung to with not one but three of its four arms, and the fourth arm reached out with pinchers and headed straight towards Rascal.
0: Scampers confusedly glanced around the room. She didn't see any onions in the house. She hadn't gotten any. Onion, onion, onion. Oh, said Rascal who thinks I'm an onion,
1: help. He ran for the front door with the monster close on his heels. As he flung it open, up the walk came Jimmy.
0: If you enjoyed the cat, you may also
1: enjoy The Wrong Town. The Wrong Town by Springer Moore, co-host of The Cats and Marley McDonough, is a chapter book for seven to ten-year-olds. Kira is just
0: trying to get one good look at the mysterious island off the shore from her cousin's apartment in Baku, Azerbaijan, when a massive wave knocks her amusement train clean off its tracks. She soon washes up on the rocky shore of the island itself and is caught up in the bizarre succession of leaders and revolutions which begins soon after her arrival on the tiny chunk of land known as the Wrong Town.
1: In this hilarious story of unique characters, bad leaders, and one giant stuffed wolf, you will find out just what happens when you live on an island paved with duct tape and the only things to eat are Mountain Dew and potato chips.
0: The Wrong Town is available in both paperback and ebook formats from Amazon.com.